This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. On the line I have David Bennett, and David is a National MP, List MP for the National Party. It's Wim. Good morning, David. Good day, Brian. How are we going? Not too badly. I think I'm getting there. With, uh, all this lockdown stuff and everything else is uh, quite a quite a big thing. Yeah, well, uh, um, it should be over soon, 15th of December. Um, they had that 90% target, but they've given up on that. So, yeah. um, And it sounds like the traffic light system is going to get rehauled, <laughs> overhauled. So uh, we might be back to basically level 1, 2, 3, 4 by the end of the month. You know? Yeah, we could be. We'll wait and see how that goes. I was going to ask you about that. The traffic light system, some people are a bit unaware how it's going to operate, but I'm sure they'll pick it up. Well, I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, likewise, <laughs> if I'm honest. It doesn't make much sense to me. Um, yeah. Look, one, two, three, four, it's pretty simple. Everyone's used to it, you know. Yeah. Um, and if you want to make some change around the edges to it, then just go for it. But yes. um I think just keep it really simple and, and the bugs around the whole North Island now and it'll be in the South Island soon so um, yeah. you know the reality is that you know the traffic light's not going to apply um, you, all you might do is have isolated lockdowns that's what you're seeing around the world um, sure. you know if you have an outbreak say in Mount Monganui over the summer they might do a lockdown there for a month you know and, yeah. and that's the sort of way you deal with it just to keep the case numbers as moderate as you can but um, the idea of this complicated system, I think, is pretty much gone out the window. It does seem rather strange. And talking about another complicated one, and I've had people ringing me up and asking me, is that many people are having uh, problems getting this vaccination licence off their computer or getting into it. And older people, and some alone, are really compromised because some of them don't even have a computer. So how are they going to get on getting the uh, vaccination licensing? Yeah, I haven't even tried um <laughs> there, um, there must be a way for it. They must have designed it so that people that haven't got a computer can do it. So probably worthwhile talking to your GP or something like that around that yes. um, if you're in that situation. But I would imagine there's a, a process for that. Well, so, um, certainly hope so. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I could imagine there are some teething problems with the system because they were very... It was a very late-minute decision to, to actually do it. Yes. And um, and I wouldn't be surprised if there are some issues there. So that could well be the case that um, there are some some issues that people are facing. But, you know, generally, um, you know, those systems, once they're up and working, they're always going to have a, a certain proportion of flies in them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when they're dealing with such big numbers of people that um yeah it's hard to get them 100 percent perfect all the time so you, you just got to be prepared that if they're 99 percent of the time it'll work for people but there might be like one percent that you know struggle and you've just got to go through a bit more of a process you know yes you know we had a, a couple of phone calls from older people that don't even have a computer and they were rather worried because it has to yeah, come through your GP, particular i'd say there must be a way of doing it there yeah, yeah. hope so anyway yeah. So I yeah. thought I'd just talk to you about it. I'll bring it up yeah, with uh, yeah, yeah. Gaurav yeah. when he comes on a bit later yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, this uh, Delta, of course, is pretty vicious and uh, we've got to keep looking out for it. The economic effects on New Zealand must be fairly substantial. How do you read it? Uh, well, <coughs> they, they are in certain parts. You know, like um, primary sector and exports are still doing well. Yep. Um, Construction still going well. Uh, retail 
is really struggling. Hospitality is really struggling. Mm. Um, so it depends what part of the system you're in. Um, you know, a lot of it is based on, you know, the, the changing nature of work, changing nature of how we do things. You know, right. like I saw New Zealand Post was on TV this morning and hiring another thousand people because they're getting busy leading to Christmas. But, you know, people are clicking and collecting and getting deliveries and things mm-hmm. like that a lot more now. So yeah. I think some of those changes, um, you're not going to stop. The, the, the convenience of them and, and the... Um, the power of the internet, you know, to get those things were done well means that there's, there's going to get to a point where I think that's going to continue. So um, that may be an issue for retail going forward. That's, um, and then you've got, uh, you know, just the hospitality sector has really struggled because it relies on having more than 10 or 20 people in a room. Yes. Um, and, and a lot of those restaurants and that, you know, need to have those hundred people in there to to make it work financially for them. So, um, yeah, they've, they've really carried the can. Yep. A lot of it. Um, there's some things I think that are just changed in the economy that have been accelerated by this um, this experience, and um, you know, and I think they would they would have continued anyway. Right. Um, but certainly the um, the hospitality and retail are probably the most affected. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another good thing that seems to me, and uh, some people I've talked to over the weekend, uh, there's an increase in violence, guns and all the rest of it. The dairy just around the corner from me got uh, done over on Saturday. Um, and, uh, you know, is this people's frustration or what do you think is happening? Oh, no, that's quite a different issue. I think it's it's more to do with the government being so soft on criminals and gangs. You know, uh-huh. that they... They love the gangs and they go meet with them and, and they idolise them and think they're great. So, um, you know, the, they think it's a fun thing and it's um, something that they can endorse, mm. whereas they just peddle misery and harm. And so, um, you know, the, the reality is that, uh, you know, the, the government shouldn't be sending a signal and that they're just too soft on the criminals. They're letting everyone out of jail. So the kids that do these things know the rules. They know yeah. how they're going to play the game. So um, it just uh, means that really frustrating for and and um, very scary for uh, yeah those shop owners sure. that you know are working long hours just to be convenient for everyone else. Um, they put themselves at risk um, by uh, idiots that can't get a job and do mm. look after their own future and uh, think it's easy and they can just steal from someone else. So, you know, it's very disappointing to see all Absolutely. that happening. And, um, but the government should be tough on criminals and, you know, if they're locked up, they're locked up and not let them out. And, um, you yeah, know, I think uh, the, their soft on crime approach hasn't worked mm. and that's shown to be true. Fair enough too. I notice a lot of the uh, leaders in that are looking a bit uh, uh, tired and worn out. Uh, Adern looked rather rung out the other day and she's been getting a bit of flack where she's gone. Uh, do you think that's fair or not? Yeah, well, I think it's fair that they get flaky, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> the, um, well, they're, they're idiots. Like, yeah. um, you know, they've stuffed up COVID the second time around. You know, the first time around, fine, they did a good job, but they were just doing what everyone else was doing, like Australia and everyone else was shutting down. Um, and because of our isolation and because of the nature of the bug that time, uh, we, we were successful and um, 
but you know they've spent money for the last year or so on rubbish and, and not on stuff that builds the economy like the roads in the Waikato haven't had any money on them you know when they should have been built yep. and um, you know they haven't invested in infrastructure they haven't delivered what was necessary for New Zealand going forward and um, what they've done is spend a lot of money on social spending so that, that's the first thing they did wrong yeah. second thing they um, when the vaccine came around the world which is amazing that the world can work out a vaccine for that in sort of six to nine months yep um, we were slow off the mark and, you know, Jacinda thought that, you know, it's better if we, as an isolated country, don't take our share and let other countries go for it. Well, that, that worked out well. <laughs> and um, and so now it, the Delta arrived and um, and they weren't prepared for it and they thought that they could beat Delta the way they beat the original variant and that didn't work. So, yeah, mm. it's been a litany of failures. Um, yeah from since uh, about a year ago and um, just shows their incompetence and they were just lucky the first time around. Second time around they haven't been lucky and um, mm. you know, New Zealanders are rightfully angry with them. Yeah. You know, especially if you're in Auckland and places like that, you've been shut down. Um, the Waikato was shut down longer than we needed to be and that was because they were using us as a buffer from Auckland to yeah. try and get the vaccination rates up around the world. Yep. You know, like as soon as we got out of level two we were at 20 or 30 cases a day yep. and um they didn't shut us down and when we had four they did so <laughs> it was bizarre yeah yeah, yeah. and so that the reason that is and, and people aren't stupid they know the government's used them and um that's why they're angry with them so yeah they, they know what to do in two years time and vote them out right well, there we go. That's uh, one solution, as it were. <laughs> Vote them out. It's the only solution. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And uh, I think some of the schooling's been affected in uh, the university and people like that. A lot of frustration, I imagine, from students. Yeah, totally. Well, and parents as well. Uh, yeah, surely, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of kids, especially in Auckland, that have had to be at home for a long period of time. Um, so that's been very frustrating. Um, universities as well, they're, they're probably not as bad because they can do more online and okay. and they've been able to to probably do that with lectures and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the the thing that's hurt them probably is the international students, uh, with the borders being closed for yes. so long, and the NYQ and the borders is another example of something that the government stuffed up on. Um, but you know that that uh, border closure means that next year, you know. Um, you know, Wintech and the university, which yep. you know rely heavily on those international students. They might be ten to fifteen, or maybe in twenty percent of their their student body. But they're the ones that provide the extra cash that they can actually do extra things with, you know, yep. around the university and that. And so uh, uh, people may think, oh no, who cares? It's only international students and and all that. But <laughs> the reality is, those international students they bring in the money. Um, yeah, they bring in the money because. The government only gives a certain amount of money for certain things, and um, you know these students actually pay serious money. So um, they're vital to any university or polytech in New Zealand, and um, you know for for the government to you know continue with this border policy yeah. um, really does mean that we just don't have any chance that we're going to get um, you know that kind of revenue in for the university, and that that's a shame. Right. Well, in the uh pre-December thing we're, well, Christmas, Aucklanders are going to be let out in mid-December I gather and that sort of thing. Must uh, spread COVID much more widely I would think once that happens. Well I 
think everyone's given up the ghost on it now, you know, like um, it's all through the North Island effectively. Sure. Um, and you get case numbers. It's just that the case numbers, you know, we're up to 20 or 30 cases here a day, um, and that'll continue. And, and there's sort of, they think, you know, Auckland will spike at 200, and, you know, time we get up to 20 or 30, might even get to 50, and then, hmm. you know, you, you might find there's a spike in Wellington one week. And, and so... So those numbers are going to bubble around pretty high numbers for the next three or four months, I would imagine. Well, certainly it's going to be a very different uh, sort of Christmas New Year, and I think people are feeling that already, uh, a bit afraid to go to the beaches and so on. Um, but I'm I'm getting around with a uh, mask, and I've been double vaccinated in that. I must try and get one of these um, thingy-bobs off the computer. Uh, I wonder why yeah, they put, no. it, put it on the computer, because a lot of older people don't have a computer or have a clue how to yeah. make it work. Well, there know. must be ways, so like even um, citizens' advice, community law, those kind of places yeah. would be helpful as well. But you did touch on a good point around the vaccinations there, that the, um, you know, we need to get everyone double vaccinated. And Absolutely. the people that are... You know, you see the protests in the weekend and things like that. Well, you know, it, it might be all right for them to think like that, but they're actually hurting everyone else. Yes. And um, double vaccination doesn't mean you can't get the bug, but it does slow down the transmission. And, and if you want to get to a stage where um, you get rid of it across the whole country, yeah. you know, um, then we then that's the best way of doing it. And yeah. so it's um, it's pretty selfish for those groups to do that. Um, you know, without considering all the impact on other communities. So, yes. um, you know, there's always going to be someone with a health issue that can't do it and all that stuff, and that's fine. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are just against it for the sake of it, and, um, yeah. you know, so they're probably, um, you know, eat more processed food in their day that's probably worse for them than that thing will be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, in, in fact, I think they're rolling out a booster, and uh, I'd be due for one in January, and yeah. uh, I think I'll take that as well. <laughs> and you make definitely sure. need to take that because I think they sort of weigh in after about nine months. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you never know what the next variants and things like that are. So, you know, it's not over, um, and um, we've just got to just deal with each issue that comes forward. Yeah, well, a couple of years ago we were cruising along, everything was fine, no wars or anything around our doorstep and now suddenly <laughs> we're going to come I know, it was terrible a couple of years mate we, we had a Labour, go- Labour New Zealand first government uh, <laughs> it was, yeah. it was <laughs> yeah the world was going to fall apart anyway so. oh dear <laughs> oh, we'll leave, leave it on that note actually before we get on to something that will get me a sting for, for yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be talking to Guru Sharma shortly yeah. and he might have yeah, something else to that, say that we were, it was terrible before Labour came <laughs> Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.